This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, top of the day to everyone, and we are back for another edition of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And with me today is one of my favorite people. He's been on many, many, many times before. And I always think when I want to know what's what in the digital world, there's really only one resource you want to go to very quickly. And that's Mark Coker, who is the CEO of Smashwords who has his finger on uh, on writers, on on publishing in general, what's going on, um, and what's happening certainly in the ebook world, and certainly some things that are happening with Amazon, which is ebook, and um, he's he he has a voyeur's seat into that. So Mark, welcome back. Hi Judith, it's always great to be back with you here. Oh, well, I am glad to have you. And and you know what I wanted to do was just jump in. I know that you just came from just a, a couple of weeks ago, the San Francisco Writers Conference. And it's always a vibrant community that Mark Larson has put together. So what was new? What popped that maybe got your attention? Well, every time I go to um, either San Francisco's Writers Conference or any really any other Writers Conference, I'm always struck by um, – the number of new new writers that are you know coming into the fold every single year, and, and writers that don't have any any history with with this short industry, mm-hmm. um, it, so you know I was struck that you know there's certainly at the writer San Francisco Writers Conference a lot of new writers, and um, probably just a reminder that you know so many of the new people coming into the industry don't have the benefit of you know those of us who've been in it for the last ten years. And and, there, and many of the conferences will often uh, speak right over their heads, um, but you know San Francisco Writers Conference is one of the better ones, and they did a good job, I think, of of welcoming these new writers into the fold and giving them the foundational information that they really needed so they could you know start their learning. Always helpful. <laughs> so so you mentioned you know before we started that you saw more confusion. Is there is there what's going on that would make a, a writer? Uh, is it just that they're naive and they don't know where to go and what to do, or are are there more more arrows coming at them in a variety of diver, different directions? Well, I think you know what I'm seeing is that there we've seen the the, the self publishing industry really grow up quite a bit over the last. Ten years. Um, ten years ago, there there weren't many choices for self-publishing. Now, there are probably too many choices. So, w- what I was hearing from the attendees at the conference is they're having great difficulty distinguishing between all the different service providers that are offering them services. My concern is that it, it's it's a lot like you know going to the grocery store to buy some laundry detergent detergent, and you see forty different brands. And, you know, to someone who's new, um, they all seem indistinguishable. And when people get confused, they slow down, they don't, you know, many delay their publishing. And that's, that's unfortunate. Well, well, what you know, I was just going to say that one of the things I just got finished um, that I that that was published oh, at the, the at the end of February was it you know our friend Joel Friedlander and I, one of his columnists, and I I had to go back and revisit the publishing predators again because, because I think that's part of the big confusion factor, yeah. and that that with the announcement that Tate went belly up finally. Finally, um, and I've been trying to keep people away from them as well as a lot of other what I, you know, identify as publishing predators. That um, th- there was over, Mark, there was over 130 complaints 
filed with the Better Business Bureau, and they still classified them as A. Can you imagine that? That's difficult to believe, but I believe it. It's it's stunning to me. So that just shows you, you can. I think you can buy some stuff on the table, but but the reality is that I, I think when um, uh, Amazon started with Book Surge back many years ago, that that it really opened up the gates of opportunity for scammers, um, right. and that's well, part it, of the confusion. Yeah. So you've got. You know, we've seen this entire ecosystems spring up that's in the business of selling things to writers. And a lot of the companies that are selling things to writers have a vested interest in making self-publishing sound more complicated and more scary than it, than it really is. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, a lot of these new writers are um, vulnerable to being taken advantage of. They're very vulnerable, as a matter yeah. of fact. And, and you know, I just, the reason why I jumped into Tate again, because I was in my offices um, a, a couple of Sundays ago, and a call came in and I picked it up, and it was a, a weepy author who was, you know, said that she had been caught in the, the Tate spiral. And, you know, she was accepting she was out several thousand dollars and, um, but she, she was just trying to figure out how to get a hold. What, what could she, what could she legally do and maybe not do? Well, I'm not a, a you know, an intellectual property attorney there, but I could give her a little guidance. And I said, well, you know, don't, let's not leave the money thing. I want you to try this and you call me tomorrow and see how it works. And by God, Mark, I got her $2,000 back. And, right. That that we all have been duped. I don't care who it is, how, you know, we get, to, we you know, sometimes we do dummy things. All of us do. And But for the naive or the beginning author-to-be and the writers as they start on the publishing circuit, it is like this kaleidoscope of uh, bells and whistles and gizmos and gadgets and buy this tool and buy here and sign up for my program and do this. And it's really difficult for them to know which way they go. So one of the things I always say is you need to get that this is a business. You got to start there. You got to start learning the jargon in the business. And before you jump in, you just need, I think, to be observer a little bit. Yeah, I think that's smart smart advice. Um, it, it's really, really important for every new writer to take a deep breath, educate themselves about how the business works, how the business of publishing works, what an agent is, what a publisher is, what a self-publishing service provider is, what's the difference between a retailer and a distributor. Um, you know, these are all very basic terms, but Greek to someone who's just getting started out. And once you understand how everything works, then you can make better decisions and it's not so so scary sounding. And because it, it starts sounding alike. Um, you say, oh, yeah, I heard this before. You know, and and I think I want to caution everyone, don't jump in. It's, it may sound really fabulous, whatever you're doing. Don't jump in until you understand the pros and cons and how things work. And if people aren't clear and give you clarity in your understanding, you know, don't sign. Don't give them your credit card. It's just and really this important. It's a long-term journey. There's, yes. There's no quick solution. I mean, often the new writers fall prey to um, those who would offer, you know, quick, easy solutions that that aren't necessarily quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't go spend $20,000 on your book launch. You're not going to get that money back. You know, start small. You know, do 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 a lot of these things yourself, that, you know, things that don't cost you anything um, as you're getting started. Do as much of your own marketing as you can in the very early days. And then as you start growing your business, then reinvest. And it is a reinvestment, and you do have to. I mean, I've I've always said, if if your book's going to be successful, I really think it's up to me type of thing that you need to learn how to market. And I don't care how much you hate it; you need to get over it. You need to learn how to market. You need to learn how to pitch yourself, 
and promote yourself, especially today. And and it, it doesn't matter if you go with a traditional publisher or you go on your own. You still have to do this stuff. So it just takes a while. And it is a journey and it has obstacles and there are hazards. Um, and you, you need to, I, I think one of the most important things is for, I'm going to, you know, give a plug. Mark Coker does one of the best blogs, I think, out here. And I would encourage all of you to go to smashwords.com and, and follow it, um, and read it. And, and what I love about Mark is he, and he, he's not afraid to get pithy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Never thought of it that way, but I, yeah, I'm not afraid to say what I think. And no, you're you're not, and and I and I just and let me tell everyone, and I'm hoping Mark will be back at the, our our extravaganza this year in September for Author You, but that Mark spoke a couple of years ago, and he was wonderful. And what I loved about him is he he calls out names, he call, puts labels on things, and if there's there is a company or companies that are um, doing doing nasty things to authors. He was willing to label it, and I know that one of our vendors shuddered as names started spewing out of his mouth um, <laughs> be, be, because that, well, she says, well, those people send us clients. And I said, well, maybe you shouldn't have those clients. You know, may, maybe, I mean, I have walked people away, Mark, literally saying, you know, said, oh, I just signed up for this program. I'm doing 5000 here. And I said, you don't even have a book yet. You're not even ready for this. And I walked them back over and I just said, you need to cancel this, you know, which didn't make me popular either, by the way. Yeah. So I, I think I think I was um, talking about author solutions back then. Uh, yes. Well, they're not hard to leave. (laughs) (laughs) They're not hard to leave. And I threw Tate on the table, but Tate's, you know, Tate's under their massy lawsuits. They just, uh, 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 by default, they didn't even show up in court. They, they owed a lightning source, Ingram, uh, over $1.8 million. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, and, and, and God knows how many other people, lots of little people. Um, got it and take it. But, you know, you can get out of these pickles, and I think that's what's really important to understand in the process. If you do get hooked, if if the lure goes out to you and you bite it and you're snagged and you realize um, you you bit the wrong thing, you should, instead of just saying, well, I've just got to keep going forward, I think all of us need to understand saying, I screwed up. I need to stop it. I don't know if I was scammed yet. I, you need, I think, determine that if you were misrepresented um, on and sold the wrong bill of goods, so to speak. But I think that it's really important to to not only deal with it, but I believe in broadcasting it and letting other people know when there's bad guys out there. But that's my two bits. Yeah, share what you learn with your fellow writers. We're all you do. together. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, I, when Mark gets back, I want him, since he knows the digital side of things inside and out, I'd love to have him get into what's going on in the e-world um, and maybe and just start throwing out some tips and techniques that our authors can uh, take advantage of and really use to build their publishing empires. This is Author You, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Browse, and with me is Mark Coker, the CEO of Smashwords. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. 
Sessions. Through AuthorUse Extensive Network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join AuthorU today through its website at authoru.org. Follow AuthorU on Twitter at AuthorU and on Facebook at AuthorU, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. AuthorU, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book. If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, Mark, digital. Did you you go to the um, uh, the, uh, uh, digital book market? conference oh digital book world in new york Yeah, digital book world yeah in new york recently no i missed that you missed that one all right so you know well certainly you're you read everything what's going on what is going on that maybe might be new or different or has a twist well from a big picture uh you know what we've seen over the last ten years with the rise of ebooks and, and the democratization of ebook distribution is is really an explosion of ebook sales over the last 10 years where we've gone from basically less than 1% of the overall book market from ebooks to now probably around 25%. Um, so that's kind of the big picture, but as we zero in closer, uh, what we see is that the market has been essentially flat for ebook growth the last three years and uh, possibly even declined a little bit in the last year. Um, so I think what we're dealing with now is really a number of different factors. There's obviously a glut of high-quality books out there, books that will never go out of print. Um, ebooks are immortal, so they will always be clogging the virtual shelves of retailers. So you know we're in a situation now where possibly the, the growth of 
of ebook titles is um, exceeding the growth of readership. So that's kind of a big macro trend that I'm seeing. Um, mm. I think we're also mm. starting to see um, some of the negative effects of uh, KDP Select and specifically Kindle Unlimited, their subscription service, starting to have a pretty big impact on the industry. With with Kindle Unlimited, that's their $9.99 right. monthly subscription right. service, readers can enjoy over a million books for free every month as part of their subscription fee. Um, and what this is doing is really two things. It's devaluing the reader's perception of what a book should cost because in that service, books feel like free. Um, and it's also um, reducing what, what authors can expect to earn um, from their books. So that that service, I think, is starting to have a big impact on other retailers. It's having a big impact on large publishers, and it's even having a, an impact on self-published ebook authors. And that um, the single copy ebook purchases at Amazon now feel too expensive. Even a ninety-nine cent ebook purchase at Amazon feels expensive when you have the option to read the same book for free. Well, let, can I explore that a little bit with you? Because one of the things, um, I, I did talk to someone who had gone back there, and she said the buzz was, um, in talking with Penny Sansevieri, and we had her on a few weeks ago, she says one of the buzz was is if your book is labeled as free or 99 cents, it's really basically viewed as kind of crap because they're just all over the place. That the, that the, they're, the more value of books actually has a price tag on them. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, there, there's some... There's some truth to that, um, you know, based on what I've heard from readers and and often what I've witnessed. Um, we have to be dangerous. Uh, we have to be careful. It's dangerous to um, overgeneralize how consumer behavior operates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what Penny says is is accurate in many cases. Um, you know, I've spoken to a lot of readers who tell me that they won't buy a book if it's less than you know, two ninety nine or less than three ninety nine because they they're concerned that that book is low quality and not worth their trouble to read it. Re- many readers value their time more than they value their money. Um, but the the danger in generalizing is that there are other readers who will only read ninety nine cent books or only read cheap books or only read a free book if they don't know and trust the author yet. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's when you ask. Is that your reader? <laughs> Maybe you need to ask that that question. Well, I think um, the answer is that that your your readership is as diverse as humanity is diverse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it is. And, yeah, you know what, Mark? I think what we ought to do because some people may not be, some of our listeners may not be tuned into really what the unlimited is. So why do we go back to what is it about two years old, three years old? No more than that, correct? Yeah, I think it's it's probably going on three years soon. Okay, so, right. So it uh, it was kind of like yeah, Amazon's answer to the, Netflix, I think. Uh, uh, sorry, I missed that last bit. I, I said I think it was Amazon's answer to Netflix. They were going to do kind of like a Netflix thing. Sure. Yeah. So if we if we rewind a few years. Um, two big ebook subscription services came to the market, mm-hmm. um, Scribd and Oyster. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they were promising to do for ebooks what Netflix did for, you know, audio video entertainment. And, and both of those services, um, basically for eight ninety nine or nine ninety nine a month offered, you know, hundreds of thousands of books, um, that could be read every single month. Um, those services were moderately successful, although Oyster closed about a year ago. Scribd is still in business and, and doing all right from what we can tell. Um, both of those businesses, though, off, compensated um, authors and publishers uh, for essentially the, the full list price of the book after the first 10% of the book was read. So it was a author and publisher friendly model that also, you know, allowed, um, you know, the, the benefits of subscriptions to the consumers. Um, Oyster found that they couldn't make that business model profitable uh, because their readers were consuming too much. 
Um, Scribd, I think, has figured out how to make it profitable by limiting the number of books that a reader can read, so it's not completely unlimited. Um, Amazon came to market after these two companies with the subscription service Kindle Unlimited, and they've got a different business model. In their model, they pay authors and publishers out of a shared pool, and the size mm-hmm. of that pool varies each month. And the the size of the pool is determined um, after uh, the month in which the book is read. So Amazon determines the size of the pool and what each book is going to earn in the month after. So they control the, the cost that they pay to the author or the publisher. So that's a, a, a very different model than, than Oyster and Scribd, even though on the surface to the consumer it feels the same. But for the author or publisher, they're, they're getting paid less per book. They're getting paid about a half penny per page for each page read within that service. And if the reader of, of your book is reading the book where the service, um, like in India, where the service costs less, in India, Kindle Unlimited costs about... Um, about three ninety nine a month, I believe, um, or two ninety nine a month. So your book, when it's consumed within this service in India, you're only getting paid one third of what you'd get paid from a U.S. reader. And you know, the authors and publishers participating in Kindle Unlimited don't have any control over what they're paid. So right. And so it does Amazon, um, because I've just I've always told people just don't do it. You know, when it, it came, it actually came up at a, I, I do a once a month um, that I let authors come to my home in Denver on a Saturday morning. And it's a, it's a freebie three hour pick my brain session and that I have coffee out and the, the price tag is I limit it to 20 people and the price tag is that you bring a healthy snack to share. It's always amusing to me, Mark. The men bring donuts and muffins, and the women bring vegetables and cheese and things like that. Uh, Very gender split here. Anyway, uh, one of the questions did come up about unlimited, and and I just said don't. It's it. There is a pool. Um, you don't know what you're going to get paid. It's based on you know how many pages are read. The prices can vary. So what you're just saying. Um, that and and I've never seen a statement on an unlimited. I've never heard any authors uh, in in the independent uh, mid list, let's say, say that oh yeah, it's the best thing since I've ever done. And that um, I, I don't know how Amazon reports that X amount of people uh, clicked on your book and the they read X amount of pages and therefore you get. Is that is that how it does? Have you seen one of these statements? Yeah. So Amazon is paying you for each um, each equivalent of a page that's read. Um, mm-hmm. They they define how a page is defined. In fact, about a year and a half ago, they redefined how they define a page, uh, <laughs> yeah. which caused. <laughs> the average page count of uh, by Amazon's own admission to drop by about ten or eleven percent. So they could pay you less. Wow! Uh, you know, I you, you talk with enough authors, you'll hear some authors who've done well with Kindle Unlimited, um, and some authors who've done poorly. Um, it's important to remember that the, the Kindle Unlimited catalog is almost entirely supplied by self-published authors who are participating in KDP Select. So KDP Select is the opt-in option at Amazon, where you agree to make your book exclusive to Amazon for up to three months. So that's a big danger right there in making your book available in that service, because if your book's in that service, it means it's not available at all the other major retailers. It means that you're allowing, um, you're basically surrendering your independence to a single retailer, and you are now 100% dependent upon that retailer and their their good wishes and their good performance to sustain you. Um, if, you know, if I were an author making 100% of my earnings from a single retailer, I don't know that I would sleep very well at night. <laughs> you, should, uh, you should be very nervous for any of that. Sh- you yeah. should be, because you've got yeah. all your eggs in one basket, and if, if Amazon changes their algorithms overnight, you could go from selling 100 copies a, a month to selling almost nothing. 
which, which Amazon has been known to change their algorithms. Well, they're uh, always quite changing open. their algorithms, and they're always changing the terms of their services. And and if you look at if you look at their track record over the last ten years, what they're doing is they're always putting more of a squeeze on their producers, on their suppliers. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take away more margin. They're trying to get you to give up more uh, just to you know tread water. Which is, you know, which is a challenge. So the, uh, you know, the unlimited, in my opinion, is probably not a wise step to go. Um, the KDP, which we, we that was also on the table, because people are saying, I'm so confused with all these Amazon services, um, which is certainly understandable. And that I just said, you you have to understand that KDP means you you are exclusively signing up with Amazon and you cannot go anywhere else, period. Don't even ask any other questions. You and you have a limited time of, of you do this. It's a ninety day period. They have some bells and whistles, but as then someone you, you would have loved this, and we need, we need to go to a quick break. But someone then popped up, uh, one of our new people who showed up this last Saturday, and said, "But wait a minute, did you know Smashwords? You can get free coupons and do promotions with books." And I said, "Absolutely." So you need to find out about Smashwords. So when we come back, Mark, let's talk about some of the things that people can get with Smashwords because I think it's a good idea okay, to, to to dig into that. All right, we'll be right back. This is author you, your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Bryles, and we're talking about you and your author and book success. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. So Amazon certainly is the gorilla in the sky, so to speak, or the elephant in the room or whatever cliche you want to use. And we and we all do pay attention. We can't, but we have to. But we also need to look at other options. And, and I love boutique type things. And, and what I love about Smashwords is, well, Mark Coker is one of them, but also they really have some really hot information that is free. There is multiple tutorials and ebooks that you can download to learn about publishing and a variety of things. And what I wanted Mark to do, and be, because I think it's important, and as, especially with what he said as we started the show, there seemed to be more confusion um, and people didn't know which way to go. And one of the things with all these options that we have floating around is you do become more vulnerable. Um, and with the, the let's just say, opportunities for charlatans to be out there that, you know, there are a lot of sharks that 
can walk the talk, but don't really, uh, 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 they can talk it, but they really don't walk it. They, they, they can talk the walk, but they don't really walk it. And integrity is missing a lot. And I think that what I like about Smashwords is they, they, there is a lot of integrity and you get a lot of information. And I loved watching Mark sit down with people at the extravaganza, the author you extravaganza a couple of years ago, and just say, let's get your book up. And he sat there. Here's the CEO of the company. Just, just sat there with people and helped them upload and set up, accounts, set up accounts. How cool was that, Mark? Do you remember that? I remember it very well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was was very cool. All right, so let's talk about some of the things that they can do because people don't really know. They think that Amazon is the only way to go. And if you do that, that means goodbye, Kobo. Uh, goodbye, uh, uh, um, Smashwords. Goodbye, Barnes & Noble Nook. Goodbye, fill in the blank. So, you know, where should people be? And, And what should they do? And what can they pull from the Smashwords platforms that you've got? Sure. Well, you know, again, you know, if we go back and we look at how the book publishing industry worked, you know, a decade ago and earlier when it was a print-centric world, distribution was a was the key lever for success. If your book was widely available in stores, you you would reach readers and sell books. If if stores started packing up your book and shipping it back to the publisher, taking it off the shelves, your book was slowly pushed out of print. So in this new you know, ebook world and in the self-publishing world, um, I believe every author should work to maximize their distribution to make their book available in as many different stores as possible. Um, I think every author should have their book in the Amazon store, um, but they should also have their book at all the other retailers. So I encourage authors to upload their books into KDP. But just be careful not to enroll in what's called KDP Select. KDP Select is what requires you to make your book exclusive. But if you're just on the regular KDP, you can distribute everywhere. So upload your book to to Amazon and then also upload your book to Smashwords. We're a distributor, so we can get your book out to all the other major non-Amazon retailers. So we can get you to Apple, Barnes & Noble, Kobo. We can get you uh, globally distributed into Tolino in Germany, into Gardeners in the U.K. Um, And we also distribute to um, the major library platforms around the world. So we're we're distributing to um, over 30,000 libraries. That's huge. And and so are the libraries – let's talk about libraries for a sec because I think that that's a big market. Um, and it's a growing market, and they have their budgets are being added onto. I mean, I, I can tell you, our local libraries have added on ours, which makes me really excited um, um, to see right. that um, on those. And and it's it's fascinating. On Sunday at one o'clock, before they expand the hours, you would see the whole parking lot full waiting for people to go in. Isn't that a hoot? You think That's that great. hint hint people open earlier. <laughs> There's a demand here, um, but that they're there. My my the buzz I get is that they are actually looking to buy more digital books. Yeah, and I and that's what I'm seeing as well. Um, you know, I mentioned at the at the opening how um, the market for ebooks has gone pretty much flat for the last few years, uh, but we're seeing libraries uh, as one of the areas of growth. And, and it certainly was an area of growth for us in 2016. Um, libraries are still a much smaller channel in the aggregate than, uh, than some of the major retailers, but we're seeing that growth. And I think there's a lot of opportunity, you know, over the next 10 years for authors to, to really grow their presence at libraries. So do you have suggestions on, on how to pitch to direct to, to libraries? Sure, sure. Um, one of my suggestions would be to leverage your readers as your street team. Um, libraries and, well, and librarians and the acquisition managers at, library, at libraries are always interested to add books to their catalog that they know their patrons want to read. And so they listen very carefully to patron recommendations. So if you can get your fans, the readers who already know you and love you, to recommend your book to their local librarian, uh, there's a good chance that librarian will purchase a copy of that book if, if it's in their catalog. And most libraries are using OverDrive or one of the main library aggregators, and we distribute to the main library aggregators. So if your book is at Smashwords, it means that your readers can recommend um, your books to 
their local libraries, and odds are the local library can can acquire that book for their catalog. So then, in, in, is there a um, a separate uh, cost for library distribution versus the everyday person buying it because libraries redistribute over and over again, or? Um, we leave we leave the the price up to the author at Smashwords. So at Smashwords, we have this cool pricing tool called the Pricing Manager, and you mm-hmm. can you can just you can tell us that you want your book to be you know say you know five dollars at retailers and and some other price for libraries. So some authors will make the books priced more for libraries, uh, but many authors will price their books less for libraries because they want to support the libraries. Um, but you d- you did. I, I think one of the things you're asking about in your question is how is the how are the licensing terms different? Yes, and they are different. Um, with a retailer, your book is purchased by one reader, and they're only getting that one copy of your book, and they're not allowed to share it. The, the retailer is not allowed to share that book with any other customer. Um, mm-hmm. At a library, you're checking out the ebook for a limited period of time, like two weeks, and then at the end of that two-week period. Uh, the book disappears from your e-reading device, um, and the book can be checked out to a different reader. The library only purchases one copy of your book and then checks it out to one reader at a time. Oh, so, so it's at a time. It's not a collective. So if the book, the digital right. book club comes in and gets your book and they want 20 copies of it, they can't do it. Is that correct? Exactly. But that's a good problem to have because in a situation like that, the library is likely to order more copies. Okay, so it's it's one at times, and as you go through it, perfect. Okay, so and the libraries are. I mean, don't discount it. And what Mark said, everyone, that if you've got you know your fans, you've got blogs, you've got things going out, encourage them to encourage their local libraries to carry your books, both print and digital. Um, and yes, you've got audio. Definitely. And if you've got audio, tap that into it, too. Definitely. So, I yeah, mean, every, you know, every little bit counts. You know, I like to refer to libraries as engines of book discovery. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> library patrons read a lot of books. They buy a lot of books. And library patrons discover a lot of their new favorite authors at the library. So mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity for authors to expand their readership. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and that is um, always a good thing, in my opinion. All right, so so you, let's talk about some of the other things, though. You've got other goodies on there. You so talk about some of the free ebooks you've got because I think they're quite good. You know, I've looked at them, and I, I loved it when you came. Oh, you gave us, um, I don't know if you still have those things, but it was very cool. Oh, the, it was a flash drive. Yes, you had the yeah. thumb drive with several on them, and we used that to seduce people. To, <laughs> I yeah. shouldn't say it that way. We seduce. used it as an incentive that we gave it to them to um, if they pre-signed up, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we should do that again. I, I uh, send them my way, Mark, because uh, we're just getting ready to start our drive. Okay. So yeah, the, love, yeah. The, so the three books I wrote that we had on those drives. So mm-hmm. I've, I've written three books about ebook publishing best practices. Mm-hmm. So there's the Smashwords Book Marketing Guide, which identifies about 40 free book marketing ideas that you can implement at no cost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Secrets to Ebook Publishing Success. Um, that's probably my favorite of the three, it identifies about 30 best practices of the most successful self-published ebook authors. So what are the bestsellers doing that helps them be bestsellers? Um, so that's a great book. And then there's the, the Smashwords Style Guide, which teaches you how to format and produce your own ebook. So all three of these books are available for free, and you can download them as an ebook at any major retailer. So you can get them at Amazon. Smashwords, mm-hmm. iBooks, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, anywhere that ebooks are sold, and mm-hmm. uh, you can download them for free. Great. All right. So, I mean, that's I mean, the free people. <laughs> yeah, free. Take and, advantage you know, of the, it. And these books, you know, I you don't need to be a Smashwords author or publisher to no. benefit from them. I, I I really try to create um, 
to, you know, to share knowledge that will be useful to you anywhere. Exactly. All right, we're going to take our final break. Um, right now. And then here's what I want to come back to. I want to talk about some, tr- some trends that you're seeing happen to that the, um, that maybe some common mistakes that we can just stop. Let's just freeze these. So you don't get caught. I don't care where you are in the publishing path. And then three that, um, let's go into maybe some, you know, what's, 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 what's the future happen? What do you see? I mean, you're, you're very good in 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 your blog mark and also i want to tell everyone on smashwords it's a it's a it's free to join you're not paying to join so it's a it's a good thing and sign up for the blog so let's go into some kind of maybe trending uh, that, that trends are happening and then what you personally see the future of where we are going in this thing called publishing and self and independent publishing today we'll be right back it's author you your guide to book publishing and with us is mark coker the visionary and ceo of smashwords this is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Browse is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303 303- 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book... If you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, Mark, you got your crystal ball out? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. You get to you get your hat on. You're where where we're going. All right. So, My hat. Oh God, don't we? I mean, so I don't know if it's cone shaped like Harry Potter or if you've got the you know the 
the big feather coming out. But the the reality is there there are trends that seem to, to pop up. You you did kind of say there's some flattening. There certainly has been flattening the last few years, and actually some declines. Although I hear some people say, "Oh no no, it's going like crazy." Um, I think one of the trends that I would love to see, I, I'd like to come a reality, is that. That you don't have to have different formats to upload um, an ebook, a digital book, uh, into different arenas. Where are we going with that? Where are we going with um, uploading it's, or? Yeah, in, in the uploading. In I mean, that, that you know, that it's, to upload, what kind of format do we need to upload to Smashwords? Well, for Smashwords, you can upload either a Microsoft Word document or you can mm-hmm. uh, upload a professionally designed EPUB file. So an EPUB file, all right. Yeah. And, 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 and so you, you have an EPUB file. Well, it's, I was hoping that the EPUB file would become the universal. That's what everyone takes. It's what everyone except for Amazon takes. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Amazon has its own proprietary format. Mm-hmm. And it goes into that. All right. So, yeah. but for every well, so would you also identify that uh, what formats, if you're selling to Europe, what format should you, what platform should you be using? Is there one that, that sells Europeans are more likely to tap into versus another, or is it irrelevant today? And when well, I say, I'm, and I'm referring to platforms, you know, Smashwords is one platform, Amazon, KDP is another sure. one. Well, you know, all of the major retailers have expanded internationally. Mm-hmm. So if you want to maximize your global reach, you want to work with all the different retailers. So you want to be working with Amazon. You want to be working with Apple, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and Smashwords. So if you're working with Smashwords, we'll get you out to, you know, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, which will help you reach a lot of those different countries. We'll also get you to Tolino in Germany. So Tolino operates the really the largest retail network of, of uh, e-book retailers in Germany. Um, Gardeners in the U.K. that we distribute to reaches several hundred small retailers across Europe and the Gardeners U.K. Gardeners is huge. Gardeners is huge in its yeah. outreach. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you definitely want to have your book everywhere, and, and these major retailers will help you get there. Uh, Kobo, for example, powers the bookstore uh, for Fnac in France and in Spain, and so each a lot of these major retailers power other retailers. So it's pretty, it's easy to achieve global distribution. Just upload to Smashwords, upload to Amazon, and you'll have you know ninety eight percent of your bases covered. All right. So if and there's nothing wrong with being ninety nine ninety eight ninety nine percent. How how is it best? For an author to let everyone know, I mean, everyone assumes, not everyone, most assume that you just go to Amazon. And I've been trying, whoops, I've been trying to tell people that there there is other worlds besides Amazon out here. So how should they label it? Because even though, for example, um, uh, let's say they're on Smashwords and you have all these, you know, options, all these yeah. uh, webs can go out that that um, I'm sh- d- does, for example, Apple, or does Nook say you can get the book through uh, Smashwords? Or how do they know where they can go? How, how's the best for an author to display where to go to tap in sure, to their sure. books? Well, you know, the author has a tremendous amount of power to um, recommend different retailers to their readers. Um, what I what I suggest to every author is that you you provide links on your website, on your blog, and in your book marketing uh, links that go to every retailer, so that readers can purchase at their favorite retailer. Um, there are a lot of retailer, a lot of customers that only prefer to purchase on their Kindle, but there are millions of readers that prefer to purchase. Uh, on their Barnes & Noble Nook or on their Kobo reader or on their iPhone. Um, just the iPhone alone, it, you know, you look at the Apple iBook store, it comes preloaded on over 1 billion Apple devices. So that's a huge opportunity to, to make your books available there. Um, so 
make sure that you're providing uh, convenient links to your readers to all the different retailers. I'll often talk to a, a, an author and, and who's complaining that all their sales are going to Amazon, and then I look at their web page, and they're only linking to one retailer. So be mm-hmm. sure to share uh, links to all the different retailers uh, uh, to your readers. All right. So one of the challenges, though, like you, you spieled off, you know, half a dozen plus here. So you're saying have every link on there on the website? Well, so to the majors. So you should link to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple, Kobo, Smashwords. Um, if you've got a large readership in the German language, then you'll want to link to some of the Tolino retailers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least get the majors. All right, so everyone, that's a heads up. Just don't put your Amazon link. And I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm just making a note to myself to get to my VA to <laughs> make sure we open up all the links that you have them because they do forget. Uh, and we, we we do forget. You just, you know, you're trying to just do one at a time kind of thing. And, like, I'm also a big advocate of having um, the IndieBound.org link on a website that yeah, people that's cool too. Yeah, I and, love the indie bound. Yeah. And what and another related tip to this, um, I would encourage authors to use the logo of the retailer alongside their link because that provides the reader a visual cue that your book is available in the store linked to their favorite device. So you're 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 eliminating the cognitive friction uh, that the reader will have in the back of their mind, wondering if your book is available at their favorite retailer. All right, so that's what you want to do, and then you support that, and you let that retailer know. You know, if you've got a local um, affiliation, a, a brick and mortar, I, I always do that too. Yeah. That I want, I'm going to send people there. All right, so let's talk about what about trending. Where are we going on on things? What do you what what is your what is what do you see here? So we we. You know, actually, at the San Francisco's writer, San Francisco Writers Conference, I did a talk on ten trends. It's one of my favorite talks. Um, you know, we talked already here about the glut of high-quality, low-cost eBooks. Um, this is a large macro trend that will persist. It's a trend that means that for every day, for the, from this day forward, it'll become mm-hmm. more and more difficult to reach readers. Um, but it's not impossible. There are still millions of readers around the world every day who are looking for their next great read. But what it means is that every author needs to up their game. You know, back in the early days of the ebook revolution 10 years ago, just about anybody could slap a 99-cent price on a self-published book and they'd reach thousands of readers. It's not so easy anymore uh, because there's so many great books and they're low price and they've, you know, got great covers and, and it's just more difficult than ever before. So it means everyone needs to up their game. It means if you're a self-published author, don't fall into some of the most common traps that self-published authors fall into. You know, the traps that I see is that we still have a lot of self-published authors who are designing their own ebook covers. That's generally foolish. Uh, oh, if, you're, yeah. if your cover looks self-published, if it looks mm-hmm. like you created it, if it looks homemade, then it looks amateur. And and you don't want to look like an amateur. You can be a self-published author and publish like a professional. You want to look like a professional indie author. So you want a cover that looks as good or better than what the big New York publishers are putting out, which means you should hire someone to design your cover for you. And it's not expensive to do that. It's probably the lowest cost, highest impact investment you can make in your book. The other common error I see is that um, – Self-published authors often publish their books before they've been edited. That's a big mistake. You only get one chance to earn the trust and loyalty of a reader. And if the reader finds that your book is poorly edited, that poor editing is just going to get in the way of the enjoyment of the story, and they're going to click away and delete your book. So if you're getting ready to launch your book, and you've got a couple thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket, and you're wondering if you should spend that on editing or marketing. Spend it on <laughs> Edit. editing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you we've know, one of the. Before. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the things, Mark, that we do is that with all, with all our clients under the Book Shepherd is that we go out for a third edit. I mean, we may have a content, we may have a proofreading, but we do another edit after the book has fully been laid out like a book book. And yeah. it's printed out and read like a print book would be read because it is amazing what pops out. It's amazing. So, and, yeah, I, and, and, and books get better with editing. Yeah, they always do. They always do. Yeah, they okay. always do. So we're going to up our game. Yes, up your game. So mm-hmm. um, if, if if you still have amateur-looking covers on your books, refresh those covers, hire a professional, you know, publish a, pu- publish a book that, that has a cover that you can be really proud of. And you need to talk to the experts. Um, I've lost track of the number of times I've been at conferences and a a writer will come up to me and proudly show me their cover that they created, and they think it's perfect, and it's <laughs> it's got awful. And you know, I'll tell them yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Not to hurt me their too. feelings, but um, but because I, I want authors to be successful, and sometimes as the author, we are so close to our project that we don't have the sense that we need to to identify what's substandard and what's not. I know, I know. We fall in love with it. Covered. Yep. A Cover yep. Pro can do that for you. Okay. All right. What's another one? We have we have about two minutes we can zip through here. Well, we touched on this already, but avoid exclusivity. Yep. Um, you want to you wanna get your book out to as many retailers and platforms as possible. Uh, and, and then related to that, uh, you need a long-term focus. If you're one of those authors who expects to, you know, hit the bestseller list in the first couple weeks, um, uh. Most likely, oh. you're sorely mistaken. Save I mean, me. It, <laughs> Save it does happen. Me. I know. But look at this as a long-term journey. You know, most of the best-selling authors that we see today toiled in obscurity for decades before they broke out. Mm-hmm. And and every writer should expect that they that they are not their genius will not be recognized for many years to come. And you need to keep your nose to the grindstone, get out there, publish, keep writing, keep publishing. You're going to get better with every single book that you do. Every single book that you publish is an opportunity to reach more readers. And over time, you'll start building your platform. And as you start achieving success, you'll find success comes easier and easier down the line. But that first, there's that first hump that you have to get over. Whoa. Had an airplane go over. Yeah, <laughs> the first one I've heard. <laughs> or it's a jet. We have, yeah, the jets are out. All right. So I think those those two. We can, we don't have time to go through Mark's ten. So you're going to have to come hear him uh, talk <laughs> about these ten trends. But upping the game is essential, and that's why it's it's imperative to hang out with others who are doing it, who are making it, who are being successful. Um, so you can see with doing that, getting a cover that is slick, clicks, and ticks and is directed toward your target market, not toward what your best friend likes or your spouse likes. It's not your market. They just love you anyway. And that I think the tip about avoiding exclusivity and, and just realize that this is a long journey that you're on. Um, if you're looking for an instant gratification, instant overnight success, you're in for a deep doo-doo fall, I'm afraid to say. <laughs> and I'll wrap it there. How does that, that yeah. sound, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so everyone, get on Smashwords.com. It's free to join. You're going to find a lot of great free tools there. Um, get your book out. Open it up into other avenues. Get the Smashword, and I'm going to get it on my website. I don't, so slap on me. Um, get it on there so people can realize they have other options out there, and especially if you're going international or global, you need to think big, big picture here. Mark, you want to add one more thing before we leave? Um, well, on the on the on the global topic, um, over forty percent of our sales through Apple are outside the United States, and these are English language titles. So there really is a global English language opportunity out there for authors. And I would just add one more thing, one other thing we forgot to mention for for every future book launch that you do, make sure to list that book as a pre-order. We found strong data, strong evidence that shows that books that are born as pre-orders 
sell more copies. So get it up before you have it ready and start yes, building your buzz. Advance, you can get at, your pre-order listed. Well, there you go, people. And I'm telling you, you can't get your book on Amazon 12 months in advance. It's not going to happen. So Smashwords is your guide here, your friend. Use it. Take advantage of it. And with that, Mark Coker, thank you for being with us. Another another episode. Thank you, Judith. All right, everyone, have a great publishing week. And put the dates of September 7th through 9th this year. Come to Denver, Colorado. We're going to have so much energy, marketing savvy advice. And we'll take you and your book to the next next level, one you hadn't even imagined. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific 